I'm trying to show my gorgeous face, but uh, it's not it like... is gorgeous. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. We all know it. Basically, look at your thumb, <laughs> draw a face on it. And there you go. That's Bob. <laughs> I'm like a slightly younger Mr. Potato. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast about Age of Sigmar. Three Canadian dudes and a talented Canadian gal. They have 10,000 takes, but rarely any are good. They record all the time, but we're not sure they should. It's Party at the All Points. Yeah, don't you think? It's Party at the All Points. Take a drink. It's got day 10, getting your name wrong. And Tristan, referencing Bulls basketball. And Nicole, finding obscure Canadian songs. And I'm just fantastic guy. Welcome, everyone, to episode 39 of Party at the All Points. This is your only host for this evening, Dayton Obrey. If you don't like the sound of my voice, then this episode is not for you. We are focusing it entirely on the hobby of our great game uh, around painting. And then we're also doing it for charity, which is going to be the 40 Hours of 40K campaign that is going on right now with me tonight to help me along because I really know what I'm talking about. Our three professionals in their field. I got Mr. Bobby Clark of Red Eagle Studio. Hello, I'm back. Good to see you all. Yes, he's not in video form for us with, and never for you. But uh, if you could picture Mr. Potato Head, then there you go. That's Bobby you're talking mm-hmm. to. You. Exactly me. Uh, That's really with... rude to this Bobby guy. <laughs> I know. It's, it's the show. Uh, as you just heard. <laughs> Uh, we got Adam Abramowitz, which I can't say properly, and he's smirking at me, from Army Painter Studio. Hi, guys. Are you a studio? Is that the correct terminology for it? I mean, I, I work in our studio. I'm from, the, like, the Army Painter APS. I think that's what, like, the legal name of the company is, yeah. Right, and you're basically, like, the rep, yeah? Um, I guess you could say, I, like, I'm, I'm a little bit of everything for them. I don't know. Like, it's hard to sum me up. I'm just, oh, and um, I have my assistant with me. Um, so my, my technical my technical title is I'm a media director for the company. So there you go. Events, social media, video production, a little bit of product development, stuff like that. He dabbles in 40K. Uh, doesn't play Age of Sigmar, but he's curious. I am by and, curious. Um, yeah. I, I do, I mean, I have a Sylvaneth army just celebrated a birthday yep and he has a six month year old daughter on his lap yeah i got it i covered it all yeah and she looks like bobby i think you said yeah Mm. very much so spit an image (laughs) (laughs) the drool is bobby in your lap (laughs) and that was brandon uh used to be i don't know what what titles could we have for you now brandon you used to be the head commission artist for flg you joined us last year and then joined in on the 40 hours of 40k campaign because yeah. of that. Um, I don't know. Amazing painter. What 
what titles do you want here? Lives yeah, in Colorado. Yeah, that's, that's that's good. Um, I think my last title was fifth best um, eBay pro painter. <laughs> mm, mm. That's good. Yeah. 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 That gets you that hundred dollars at least a model, right? I would prefer yeah. that over over crystal brush winner any day. <laughs> I would never spend that kind of time to win one of those. I would like to once. Like that's it's I have two like three major life goals that I'd like to do before I die and when the kids get older. I want to go play St. Andrew's old course in Scotland. I, I want to do the ride the divide. I want to ride for the US Continental Divide from from the Canadian to the Mexican border. And I would like to enter a you know crystal brush or golden demon competition and like do like actually spend six months painting a single model just once. I was just gonna say like anyone can enter. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Entering is not the issue. <laughs> yeah. And then you're talking about like pedal biking from top to bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not ride a yeah. motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. No pedal bikes yeah 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 cool uh bobby's now that you know my life friends. story it's been nice i'll uh talk to you guys yeah as long as you leave your daughter in place of <laughs> okay. you i think we'll be able to move along <laughs> all right <laughs> uh bobby's in england brandon's in colorado and adam is east coast um no i'm in new orleans new orleans oh Hence why uh, you're going to go down to the GW event. Well, they're coming down to me. Right. They're over. Down? I mean, like, their U.S. headquarters is in, like, Nashville or Memphis. I don't know. Are, so are they doing a Sigmar event at the U.S. Open? Yep. Yeah, they do are Sigmar you... and 40K. Oh, nice. Yeah. Maybe that would be a real trick if i literally have never played a game of sigmar and showed up there without knowing the rules and i'm like hey i'm sorry i entered this competition i have no idea what you're doing first round opponent you want to teach me how to play sigmar <laughs> and you know what that community would step up and teach you the game <laughs> it would be awesome. you probably would and you'd probably get third place overall <laughs> sylvaneth is doing fine they're uh they're showing up now age of sigmar three's been kind to them so you educate just... the educate the guy that's on the periphery like what's up with the new the vampire counts the wolfy people because i like the models are they good the soul blight grave lords yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh yeah they are good their win rate is i believe it's in the 54 percent uh nothing in aos right now currently with age of sigmar 3 is topping 60 percent for five okay. round tournaments so a 53 percent is a competitive army that's something you can show up and do well with uh, key pieces is uh, Vorjai, Belladama, which is the wolf lady. Uh, Radikar the Beast yeah. is a good key figure. And a bunch of zombies, a bunch of graveguard, wolves, add in what you want. And a necromancer. Have to have a necromancer. I like the necromancers and zombies. I'm into that. Yeah, that's it's very much alive. And zombies oh, are I, really fast, Brandon. We talked about it at the I shouldn't have sold my show. death army. <laughs> So I'm curious, and I'm going to need a little bit of help for my hybrid, uh, the hybrid army that I'm working on, because you mentioned Radicar the Beast, and I, I want to talk about my conversion because I'm very proud of it. Of course. It's the, it's the first time I've ever really done green stuff. So I wanted to make him into a demon prince because he screams demon prince to me. So I, I bought the Radicar set. I was actually in Denmark, and it was right when the whole Gravelord series was initially released. I think Bellacor was released at the same time. 
Yep. And we were at a shop, an amazing shop called uh, Pharaoh Cigar. And it's just probably the best hobby shop in the world. And I put a bunch of money down and bought all these models, a bunch of dire wolves because the new sculpts are awesome. So I bought the old school Demon Prince and I bought Radicar and I converted them up with wings, green stuffed to make it look like he's got wolf fur growing along the wings and all that. Um, I wish I could show this to your users at home and get their feedback before I lay paint on them because I'm really proud of it. I'll post it in the Army Painter like Instagram in the next couple of days or something. Do you have Twitter? Personally? Yes. No, I, I think I got banned. No, I'm just I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I do. I never use it. I never use it personally. Go on Twitter. I find Twitter is the go-to now for if you want feedback, especially with the AOS community. Really? I think it's, its presence is much greater in Twitter. Is it because the Age of Sigmar community is older? No, that'd be Facebook. Yeah, well, I know that, but I, I feel like there's... <laughs> even older i don't know i'm just a social media manager i should know these things you should you really but, should adam yeah <laughs> hey bobby why don't you talk for a little bit why don't you tell us what the campaign's all about so people know <laughs> oh you want me to explain some stuff that's not yeah, a problem would... yeah um 40 hours of 40k do you just want a general summary how would you like it however you would like to display it in the most charismatic oh i'll try that way charismatic i don't know about that but um this is that uh, accent you've got is that what it is <laughs> i don't know if i'm posh enough to be like you know a, a bond super villain i think i've got a bit of a weird accent but um yeah oh! i exactly she loved it <laughs> baby bobby says hi oh oh now she's crying there's super glue what's that <laughs> yeah i um i'm a volunteer much like brandon for this um 40 hours of 40k is what it's called and uh, it's been going for a few years now. And it's run by a guy called Andrew Weller, who's um, a member of the RAF. And uh, he runs an event for two days in September where he plays 40K for 40 hours, obviously. Uh, but they do it nonstop. So there's a team of them. Him and his mates do it in a, in a hall. We go to the Imps Gaming Store in Lincoln. And uh, they play... It's a load of games. It must be around about 40 games between them they're playing. And the whole idea is they get gradually a bit more drunk a bit more tired and a bit more by day two they're looking a bit like a zombie they're on the par of an undead and um while that's all going on people are then donating money to help for the uh, charity called calm and calm is uh, the campaign against living miserably and uh i got involved just by um helping them paint some models for it trying to raise some money and uh it's the third year now so what we're trying to do is um just raise awareness for men's mental health and just mental health in general but because there's so many of us men that actually play the hobby and do the stuff compared to women, um, it affects us so much, uh, mental health. And when we actually play the games, it's actually a good release. I think a lot of people benefit from it. Um, it's almost like exercise, isn't it, I find? When, you, when you're doing the stuff, it, it definitely helps you out. Dayton's flexing the muscles. Thankfully, I'm not on video, so I can show my flabby ones. But um, <laughs> the whole point is we can... Um, just raise awareness so we're, we're raising funds as well so we're doing an auction and uh it's over three thousand points of necrons that we're getting painted and people can put a bid in um and on the uh 40 hours of 40k facebook page we've got the email that you can then send your bids into and uh you can win the whole army and it's professionally painted much better than ebay professional painted and it's done properly so uh we've got around about eight artists that i've hustled together this year it used to be just me on my own 
but uh, I've got about eight of us that I do in the auction army and uh, it all get inspected by my girlfriend who's quality control, Kerry. So they all poo themselves when uh, they send the models in because if she sees a mold line, uh, it gets sent back and they have to redo it. So um, it's pretty awesome. And uh, as well as the, the auction army, we're also doing a raffle as well, which is what Brandon's involved with as well. So we've got lots of artists for that, about 10 of them that are all painting different things, getting involved. And then uh, on the day, we're actually doing a Twitch live stream. So people can actually donate on the day itself on the Saturday and Sunday. And uh, we're hoping to smash £10,000 this year. Um, so yeah, that, that in a nutshell, that's what we're up to. And uh, for the last month, I've been bombarding Instagram with all the glorious pictures for all the artists that they've been doing. Uh, it's Brandon and some lovely models too. So uh, it, it's all going on. Uh, I applaud you guys. That's awesome. It's a, it's a great initiative. And also, Adam has now donated a paint, uh, paint set, brand new paint set for that raffle as well. Brand new airbrush, mega paint set, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I that's special. That, I don't know. It's so it, that's just for the raffle, right? So if somebody that's right. donates a dollar or a hundred dollars or whatever you five do. Dollar, five pound raffles. Yep. Yeah. Tickets are just five pound and you've got a chance then of winning any of all the prizes that we've got going on there. So I think we're, we're, we've got... Um, about 20 prizes currently just done by the artists themselves. And then obviously we've got like retail stores and normal people that have been sending brand new stock in as well that we'll be able to show on the day. So there's a good chance of winning all sorts. And recently as well, we had one of the artists actually paint a full board's worth of 40K scenery and Age of Sigmar scenery. So there's a, there's a full massive table of Age of Sigmar scenery, which uh, I think it's getting finished next week, the Age of Sigmar one. So I'll get some pictures up for you guys as well for that. Yeah, it looks uh, fantastic. When does it, when does it start? When does the 40 hours actually begin? It starts at six o'clock in the morning on the 11th of September. It's a Saturday. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's the awesome. 11th and 12th of September. And uh, we'll have it live streamed as well on Twitch. So you can check it out in the 40 hours of 40K there. And if it all gets a bit too confusing for you, just check out Red Eagle Studio. Just come and see me. I've got all the links and stuff then on my actual Instagram page to make it a bit easier and click friendly. In our listener base, if you ever want to reach out to me, I try to stay as much involved as possible. That doesn't involve too much work on my side because I'm lazy. But uh, yes, I will point you in the right direction. I'll have all the links in this episode as well. Um, if for all our listener base that is used to this, anytime we mention 40K, you got to take a drink. So this is going to be a very heavy drinking episode. Uh, also, that Necron army was thoroughly tested by myself. It does win. <laughs> and there's a lot of swap out. It's 3,000 points. So there's a lot of room for moving figures around and configuring it for as the meta changes That's yeah it's pretty cool, cool. The, the lovely thing as well was you canadian boys um you actually make up about 25 percent of my artists just you know canadians so uh i've had a lot of support from you guys i think there was um a couple stores as well industrial park games is it and i think there was a red claw gaming as well there was two retail stores that helped us out and sent models from all the way from canada over and uh we've got a good group of artists as well i've got a george t paints Garville Studio, uh, Jim Vessel's actually in there. Jim Bob Paints, he's in there. And um, it's a good team that we've got. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited already. It's all coming in now. Jim Vessel donated um, a Creature Caster Demon Prints. Yes, so, uh, for the raffle. So he painted up a, a Creature Caster. I think it's something insanity. It's basically, she's got some boobs showing, but it's a big pink uh, demonette with wings, and it's gloriously painted. The base is lovely. Uh, um, everything from everyone's models. been amazing. And then George did the uh, Nightbringer. He did, version. yeah. Yeah, and that, was, that was stunning. He was he was quite fun because George, um, he always likes to check with me. When we were doing the painting of it, he always kept messaging me saying, is this good enough? 
Because he well, was yeah. scared of Paul Kerry saying no. He's an amazing <laughs> painter, but his confidence level is below the table. Yes. <laughs> because his wife is beaten. <laughs> any shroud of dignity <laughs> out of him so he needs recognition by any woman just to be able to move forward in his life <laughs> i gave him some praise and said it was going good and i think he was ready to pack his bags and come and live with me he was like ready for some bobby loving i was like okay come over here then I, don't scrunch it. your face up adam what's going on Bobby Loving, it's it's just uh, I don't know, it was funny sounding. Bobby you Magic, the, you can call it as you wish, but uh... you got baby Bobby laughing. She's like, yeah, that's a funny word, Bobby Loving. <laughs> you want to do a Bobby Loving? Oh my! Uh, yeah, so there. <clears throat> that is going to be obviously the majority theme of this, but basically we're going to BS about uh, the hobby itself and painting because that's one of the things that the three of us all share is this is our calming sense in our life uh i don't know if i work a 12-hour shift or i come off of for a burning building uh coming down and painting is very relaxing for me and i'm currently working on my daughter's a cane painting away and it's been awesome especially with everything that's going on in my life right now i got a lot of isolation time so painting is a lot for me right now as a relaxing part of it um uh, Bobby himself has been, what, painting forever, dealing with life issues, but painting has been a really good source of, what, income and outlet for yourself? Yeah, I've, I was fortunate. Yeah, it's, I'm coming up to my fifth year now running Red Eagle Studio, and I call it a studio, but it's just me. I make it sound like there's a team of us, and we're in a, an, an elite unit that are producing models, but it's just me. There's um, still a studio, though. I mean, like, very true, but... one person or 100 people. It's a, a lot of people, they do message me as if I am a team. So they kind of say, do you want to, can you paint me an army next month? And I'm obviously fully booked nearly all the time. So I'm like, no, but um, it, it's definitely really awesome that um, how I went from a normal job to this one. Um, and it's been really successful. And I think the, the really cool thing is it's actually really done wonders for my mental health. I fortunately haven't suffered that much from mental health problems, but I've suffered from a physical illness. I do have a lung disease that makes it very painful and difficult at times. And uh like Dayton's saying, I find it when you do a 12-hour shift of painting for me, firefighting for Dayton at the end of it, um, it is nice to actually do a little bit of hobby and, and relax a bit. We're all uh, mesmerized by seeing a little kid though as well. Yeah, yeah. Adam's constantly <laughs> Sorry, entertaining his daughter, which is great. I, I, tr I tried so hard. I warned you. I said I might, I might have a kid because I have her with me on Monday. And I, I tried so hard to get her down for a nap. And as soon as you sent me like, hey, we're going on in 25, I'm like, crap. And then she woke up. Yeah. So two of the three were like, fuck, <laughs> forgot all about it. <laughs> Bobby was like, yeah, I'm here for you. Ready for you. <laughs> Can't work a video, but I'm here. <laughs> I said, message me in the morning to remind me. But then I forget that you're like two hours behind me. So like it is morning for you right now. Right. And I'm seven hours behind Bobby. And I'm yeah. the same as Brandon. Yeah, we're on the same time. We're mountain time. Yeah, I believe, yeah. every time is mountain time. That's right. <laughs> well, I think it's it's a uh, I think it's a huge, and I I think that it's becoming more and more. I don't want to say mainstream, but it is for people to focus on men's mental health, and I think it's great that this charity and this event is doing that. Um, you know, personally, I've been putting a huge focus on it, and it's been a big point of personal discovery for me, and it, it actually talking to somebody and seeing professionals and learning about what I, I don't know, I don't, I hate to use the word suffer from, but like just what I have, how that 
uh, kind of affects the way I work, the way I relax, the way I get frustrated. Um, it's a great way to you. Nobody's talking to you right now. Um, I think it's a good thing for anybody, whether you think you're suffering or not. And it's, it's, uh, but definitely if, if you're struggling, if you feel, uh, depressed alone, um, talk to somebody and it's now more than ever, whether it's because of COVID or because, uh, you know, things are becoming, uh, you know, more mainstream for men to talk about their feelings. Um, you know, you have all kinds of apps and resources out there to do so. So I, I urge you to to look into it, if anything, for the discovery aspect. Yeah, I firsthand witnessed what holding everything back can do to a person. And uh, <clears throat> it can physically wreck you. Uh, I've had our deputy chief suffer from PTSD to the point where he recessed it to, he was giving a debrief and he fell unconscious on the floor. Because, <laughs> you know, we don't actually know exactly what it does to you, but if you repress it, and if you don't accept what you're feeling is not part of the norm, it can affect you in ways that you can't even possibly imagine. Yeah. So yeah, be social. Mm -hmm. We are talkative people. Once you start mentioning that what you're talking about is serious, <laughs> but yeah, Brandon, what's your background on all everything? Well, I'll tell you what this uh, charity event, I, I always try and do at least one, maybe two charities a year when it involves painting and being able to support it somehow. But this one really resonated with me because uh, I've definitely lost a few friends actually from, uh, you know, depression and then, then taking their lives. So um, big deal. I think people really do need to know about it and uh, people need to talk about it. And as men, we do have a chip on our shoulders a lot of the time and are unable or unwilling to talk about things and, you know, unload a little bit. So definitely feel like it's it's a it's a it's a big deal to have a community of people like especially with that's just the 40 hours of 40k to where you have like-minded individuals that are enjoying some time together but also you're going to meet some people in the interim to where you now have someone that you can communicate with and uh, hopefully get out some of these frustrations and depressions you may have whatever it may be and uh no it's a, i think this is a really positive thing i'm glad to be part of it um and actually, it's what jumped start me back into painting. I hadn't painted in a while, and uh, now I'm painting too freaking much again. <laughs> that Space Marine Army you pumped out is gorgeous, by the way. I like did not spend much. 40 hours on it, though. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, Brandon is a very socially accepting individual. Um, I've known him for quite a while now, and it's always a pleasure to meet him in person. I could literally show up, shake his hand with a cape and a dildo in my ass, and he would not judge me in the slightest. He's a very <laughs> accepting individual and will easily walk you through any conversations that you need. But when you do things <laughs> like that, all I want to know is why was I invited to <laughs> hang out while getting ready for this party? Well, Dave, isn't that not, like most people's first impression of you is with a cape and a dildo in your ass? <laughs> as long as you're not Skype calling your daughter to tell how the event's going and this weirdo comes walking in the back screen wearing basically nothing and she has to question her everything that's going on. <laughs> Daddy, why does that man have something hanging from his underwears? Yeah. Is your attire at events always makes me feel like I am lazy. <laughs> Please, I've seen your well, pictures. I get, I, get, 
I get crap for wearing short shorts when you're in the same building as me. I'm like, like, look, look over in that dreadful direction. I'm not you, that bad. You didn't have a woman complain to the FLG crew that she could see my penis. <laughs> so no, I'm not. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Right. These things happen. I hope it wasn't a complaint. Wow. It was a complaint. And Jason was the one that handled it. <laughs> of course. Of course. That'd be perfect. Yes. Yeah. She also complained that the bar crew was being too loud while they were trying to play D&D right beside the lineup. So she was probably not meant to be there, to be fair. No. I mean, like, awesome. let, let's... <laughs> The whole industry has been moving to try and get more women included and and you know involved in the gaming, and then Dayton comes around and just throws them all in the other direction with his attire. Good job, Dayton. Well, so sorry we have a sexy fireman walking around. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's basically he's basically Warhammer's party boy. It, hence the party at the all points. What I thought was an apt name for a podcast. <laughs> i appreciate all the comments uh yes women go out there i am very much wanting you all to be participating more and more and if uh, what i wear strikes you as offensive please let me know and i'll adjust accordingly um <laughs> what's what's everyone, what's what's on everyone's hobby like what's okay let's let's ask a general question you're gonna jump into an army you're gonna start painting what are the first steps that you start to go through bobby um, I normally go straight for uh, just buy everything that I think looks amazing. It doesn't, it doesn't need to have an army list whatsoever. I'll give you an example with my, I, I love Sisters of Battle. Um, and when I decided on how to do them, I just looked at pretty pictures and just added it to cart. I didn't actually think much about it. It was just, I'll have this and I'll have some more of this. And I'm one of those ones that will sit in front of maybe 100 models and not be put off. I actually get quite excited by just seeing a massive pile of stuff and then uh, unleashing myself. I'm a bit weird like that. I don't kind of portion it um, and do little amounts or paint something before I paint another thing. I do it all at once. Um, and if I get bored of something, I'll normally do bases. So I've just been busy actually basing some of uh, my sisters about myself. And I've actually cast my own bases. So if, I'm, if my thumbs are hurting from clipping and filing, uh, I'll actually make some uh, bases myself. So, uh, so yeah. So I just buy the whole lot and then uh, fudge an army list at the end. Uh, I've got more more cute kid <laughs> going on there as well. <laughs> Everyone obviously is obviously welcome to ask any questions as we go along. Please don't think that I am the main host. But uh, is there like a theme? Like, do you test with one model first or? No, not at all. What normally happens is I do everything at once. So um, when I was thinking about doing Sisters of Battle, I went on holiday with a girlfriend and we actually went to some churches. So we went to Glasgow Cathedral. We went to Durham Cathedral. Wherever we were going on holiday, we just threw ourselves into a church. And I'm not even very religious at all. So I just go in there and I almost absorb the, all the vibes. So I was taking the camera shots of anything that was like where Sister of Battle would be. And then when I actually then get back... Um, Weirdly, I actually had um, incense burning last time. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but uh, uh, I actually get quite immersed in my ideas. So uh, I'll have incense burning. I'll have like music, Gregorian chanting. And then I actually come up with what I'm going to do for colors and what specific markings I want on my sisters about based on uh, being a bit weird from us on my own for a few hours. And uh, that's so how I do it. So what you're saying is it's a dark color palette you're choosing from. <laughs> 
there's, there's nothing wrong with I do. I'm telling you, there's more. There must be more people like me out there. It can't. It can't just be me, can it? But um, <laughs> that's how I do it. I go all in. There's very few that achieve the level of painting that you do, Bobby. So whatever you're doing is working. So I'm not going to sit here and question what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I've just done a test model as well recently. I've actually gone through about four different color schemes for my sisters about them. What I normally do is I actually fire it at one of my artists that I'm friends with. So they don't even need to be as good or better. They just need to be very honest artists that tell me that this sucks. What's that? And they give some honest advice because a lot of times people are very nice to me and don't tell me if something's not good or they're not happy with something. So um, I have an artist called Mike, who I'm best friends with. He's from Germany. And he's brutally honest at telling me, he does it nicely, but he tells me how to improve it and what he thinks. And uh, that's, that's how I go about it. So I have a select few that just tell me honestly, you know, how to make it better, how to make it work. And then I do bit by bit. That's good to have feedback. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's- a Don't accept feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah, because Bobby, you painted for tabletop wargaming, or what is it, tabletop tactics? Yeah, that's right. I did the Albion Raptors for tabletop tactics. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I think I painted. Um, I think it's around about four thousand points or so. I think it was about thirty tanks in the end and about two hundred infantry. Yeah, they, so, see, um, they they keep going back to you. I noticed. Yeah, it's calmed down a bit now. Thankfully, they've had enough. They've had their bane blades. They've they've had everything that's in the book. I think almost now. So uh, I think they're due a, a new book to be redone, so they can actually win some games with them because uh, they're not doing very well. <laughs> I don't think of the scores, but um, they look nice. Yes. So I'm one that I try to make sure that the end result and anything I do is awesome, whether it's for me or for a client. Um, it's the end result that that drives me. So I enjoy what some people see as pain. I see that as just the journey to make it look awesome. I enjoy that. So then, Brandon, how do you uh, jump into an army? Um, I usually start with the basing. I like to come up with a cool basing idea and then go from there. Um, but a lot of the time, it, it's for a client. So I'm going to go off what they want, get an idea. But I don't really let the client give me every detail anymore. I used to. Blue pants, this color, this, this color. That. Now I say, you give me a general idea. Do you want them dirty? Do you want them clean? And that's it. And how do you go about your bases then? Um, well, like so, basing. Something I've I I always want to try something different. So um, if it's a city, you know, we're going to try a different cities. Rubbled cities are easy to do. Everyone's done that. But I want to the next project I want to do. I want to do a, a clean city. You know, so I, I did that sort of with the uh, ultramarines for the um, charity tried but those were just the basic gws i want to sculpt and make some you know fun new bases for that kind of thing but uh the army i always do like a test model um but really that's just to see how much i'm going to charge for people i give people a general idea ahead of time what this is going to cost but then i have to do one and if an infantry model is going to take me an hour and a half it's going to cost more uh no. yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> And are I was like base... trying a new scheme. So, yeah. Are you on the basis of, uh, do you want your bases to blend in with the model or are you on like a contrast kind of way? It's, it's, it's always different. Like right now I'm working on a really large death army or not death, uh, death guard army. And the army is a worn down, oh, sorry. Um, you know, it's just an old beaten white armor, but I'm going with grays and browns and, Pus 
puddles and stuff for it. You know, like lime green puddles of ooze with really dreary, um, uh, you know, just overall just gross base. So, you know, it, it clashes a lot actually, but I think it really in the end looks good. I like the dark base with the light army and things like that. Have you ever heard the term bases and faces? No. <laughs> <laughs> you could do a lot with an army. If your faces look good, your bases look good. The like rest the is... Bath. It's like the horse bath of army painting. Basically. I generally don't do eyes. I'm just, come on, these miniatures are two inches tall. <laughs> I don't do eyes. Just it, Depending on the, the skin tone I'm doing, it's it's usually like a purple tone wash in the eyes and around the, the lips and call it a day. Well, if you see in the Facebook group, I tried to do makeup which is just just a fascinating experience really well i've done things like that before (laughs) i made con look like david bowie once that was pretty cool nice but with a fu manchu kind of thing like lightning bolts on his face or what yeah i had the big old lightning bolt i called him ziggy con dust nice do you know what ziggy refers to right oh gosh now you're trying to get me messed up with my my bowie knowledge all right go ahead what's david yeah oh i thought okay i thought you were like trying to see where david bowie got that from yeah yeah. i i i I think that that dayton was just being nice because uh the the demographics of 40k podcast listeners uh don't particularly have a running knowledge of david bowie and ziggy stardust they're they're more like the slipknot and uh i don't know (laughs) <laughs> I'm just well, you are in touch fortunate souls. What else are we gonna go to? Okay. Benny and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one. Bobby, that's your that's your background. <laughs> but no, I think like back to your question. Um, I like to really stew about an army before I start painting it. I really like the idea of like having in my head what the whole thing's gonna look like ahead of time before ever touching paint to the miniature um and then when it's happening it actually makes it more fun i think like you know it's a slow process a lot of the time you know and models a lot of time look ugly for a long time until it's done and then it's like oh there it is and uh, i just i really enjoy that process it makes it more fun for me i personally actually like showing off that process too to make sure you don't discourage and continue on to actually see your before steps to where you got to. Because a lot of times when you're going through things, you can look and say it's not working, but until you actually complete all your steps, you know, it, it'll change your perspective of what you're doing. When I was on the Twitch doing those three hour long videos, I was trying to make sure to get a model from a primer to a finished product in that three hours. And that's kind of fun too. Like everyone gets to see the whole process. And then I go, all right, well now I'm going to go do a hundred of these. You know, yeah. that, that, that's a Twitch stream. You do not want to be a part of, but here's what I'm doing. Yeah. This is, this is like from start to finish. This is the process. See what you're paying for. <laughs> I still have those Eldar that you painted for me too. They are sitting on awesome. a shelf. They're like a kill team essentially, but it's, it's nice. I, I, uh, it's a weird thing for me. I, I appreciate art. Um, I like to see artists work and actually have them in my possession, whether or not I use them or not, but it's still like a really nice something to look at. 
especially if it's something that you're dabbling on. I got stuff from Bobby now. Thank you, Bobby, for including me in that. Yeah. It was some war crime models, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the Iron Golems, which mm-hmm. fantastic. Uh, I got nothing from Adam. That sucks. What, what do you What's want? On? You've never you've never asked for anything. <laughs> Can you paint Adam? Like what's <laughs> I mean it depends on the day, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you're you're crashing yourself through a 40k army right now. I'm always crashing. I mean, like it's 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 always something. I I obviously right now I paint a lot for the company. So um unless I've got a big event coming up, I don't you know, I don't have a whole lot of time to paint. Um, I used to do the commission thing just like uh, Bobby and Brandon did. And um, I'll be honest, I don't miss it. It wasn't, it wasn't good work for me. It, it takes a very specific type of person to do it. And um, I wasn't strong enough, <laughs> but um, I still paint a lot of armies. And typically when I'm painting, it's, it's with the intent on finishing two to 3000 points or something. So, fitting that I work for the army painter, I guess. And do you like to go heavy into customization for your armies too? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I like to have. I don't. If I have, if I have two units of the same thing, I don't want both units to look the same. Like I built up a bunch of. I'm going to make a 40k reference. I'm sorry, all points fans, um, cultists for my new army, and I didn't want to use the cultist models, so I bought a bunch of one of the the Necromunda gangs. Really cool models. They wear like long trench coats. The robes. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, you know, so um, well, the dark robes, city looking guys. There's the robes, yeah. and then there's the trench coats. Those these are, are like different. the, these are the trench coat, not the robe ones, because yeah. one of my coworkers he he uses those guys for his cultists. Um, so I don't want to copycat, but like, I I can't have I have three units of them. I can't have, you know, the same model and same pose featured. So I like to do them a little bit different, and I do like to have a few standout custom pieces like. For my Marines Army, I have my own custom. Yeah, uh, my own custom chaplain, and I just I like to mess around a little bit. I'm not the best at conversions, but I like to make my armies unique to me as much as I can. Um, when you're playing horde armies, though, that that becomes a little bit difficult. So you focus a little bit more on the bigger features. Um, so. Yeah, like right now, you, you brought it up before the show. I was assembling some war dogs for the army, and they don't come with horns and spikes to make them all chaosy. So I was cutting up horns and spikes from other sprues and miniatures and trying to convert them ever so slightly. Um, um, a Dremel and jewelry chain yeah. is your friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, and also plastic glue is your friend um, if you use it right. Um, depending on what you're trying to do it can hide a lot of mistakes when you're kind of kit bashing models together but uh, you use the uh tamelia extra thin cement plastic cement and you take out you take oh yeah because it's not already painter but if you take out half of it (laughs) and you put in chopped in sprues oh yeah it dissolves it into a paste and then you use that for your like uh, mold lines and mold gaps and it will fill in and then you can just kind of send off to where you it, need it to be. sounds like you just wow. invented a new product gray stuff i'm pretty sure they're aware of their toxic sludge that they release out to the public that you can do weird things with. oh all their paint smells horrible 
It's yeah. terrible. You do not I live in a, I'm in a small room. That's why I have that big window in the back that you can see. <laughs> so I don't sit here and like, when I put the beer down, cause I'm done. It's not because I'm done drinking beer. It's because now the, the, the fumes, fumes are getting, are, yeah. 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 <laughs> Adam, yeah. I'm just curious. Can I ask a question there? Um, when I first started paying, I learned it by, um, I, I kind of got my skills by being shown face to face by a very skilled artist. Um, at a games workshop store and he that's how I find I kind of learned all my skills and how the best way of learning what was your best how did you learn what was the best way for you to improve on your skills and actually get really good what what way of like learning was that so I I have kind of a a, a different history into wargaming and and painting I picked it up when I was a teenager and then I put it down for a very very long time um and I didn't get back into it until seven or eight years ago. Um, and at that time, like there weren't a whole lot of like our games work, the games workshop stores in the States are nothing like the games workshop stores in the UK where you can go and somebody's going to spend two hours with you to teach you how to paint that orc or that space Marine. Mm -hmm. um, usually there's one person in the store and they're just trying to make their, their stipend for the month. Um, for me, it was a lot of trial and error if I'm being honest. Um, and I watched some videos on, uh, on, it was Orc Painter Nerd. Um, and then there was Dr. Dr. Faust Painting Clinic or something like that on YouTube. Um, and I picked up a few basics and then I got an airbrush and I just basically taught myself how to airbrush. And once I learned that I, I was able to really kind of focus on my brush skills. Um, and I've, I have a background in painting in art in in you know drawing sketching so transferring that to models um was pretty simple i've always had an eye for it um it was just like the actual techniques you know glazing applying a wash that that part of things was a little bit new to me um so i learned a lot from youtube just like everybody does and trial and error um you know what what i with the position that I'm in now, you know, one of the goals that I have is to kind of dispel all of the great mysteries around how to paint miniatures and, you know, not necessarily give away all of the biggest secrets of the master painters of the world, because everybody has their own tricks and, and things that they do that's different from everybody else. I'm sure Brandon, uh, you know, paints checkers in a way that's different than me, that's different than Bobby, and it works for us and it wouldn't work for anybody else or each other, you know, uh, but there, there are some things out there that can make painting and hobbying more enjoyable. There are a lot of people that play games that are more hobby focused and there's a lot that just want to play games and they don't want to paint. And, you know, this is a, an Age of Sigmar show and obviously a Warhammer centric show, but role playing games are huge right now. And so many people come to playing the game, but they don't realize that painting can be something that they can enjoy. Um, so one of the things that's kind of been my goal in the position that I'm at now is teaching people that painting is another part of the hobby that they can also enjoy and love. Um, so making it easy, you know what I mean? Mm. Well, don't make it so easy where Bobby and Brandon are out of a job, though. Exactly. That's why I don't want to give away too many <laughs> secrets. No, because at the end of the day, there's always going to be somebody <laughs> who wants 10,000 points of Death Guard or something like that. And they're going to need Brandon and Bobby, they're, you know. That, that's not the person that I'm going after. It's, uh, it's the people that are new to the hobby, that people that actually want to learn how to paint. Huh. That was good. Wow. Don't send your 10,000 
points of Death Guard to me. No, please do. I want to see Brandon paint it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. We'll take a little bit of a music break while we just all recongest everything that's going on. Brandon, any suggestions? For music? Yeah. David Bowie, obviously. Okay. There we go. Nicole, make it happen. Wake up, you sleepy head. Put on some clothes, shake off your bed. Pull another lock on the fire for me. Made some breakfast and coffee. Look out the window, what do we see? Crack in the sky and a hand. Reaching down. To me. Oh, the nightmares came today. And it looks as though they're here to stay. discovered while you were taking a leak that uh brandon's won uh more best painted armies with an old army of mine than i have <laughs> that's a good sell i i've actually only <laughs> won a best painted for an while well, with an army that i was playing with that i painted once because i generally don't take armies that i painted to events because i just you know don't have the time fair enough now there was a Harlequin army that was a commission that I actually took it to an event. Don't tell the client that, but I won best the painted at that event with the I'm Harlequin sure army. Sure, they don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who it was. It was a it was a client. I don't I don't see their faces. Can we just say happy birthday? What is this your first birthday of the show? Uh, we're a year and a half in now. First birthday was back in March. So. Happy yeah. late birthday. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said it was like a... Okay. Was that the first episode I was on? No. To me, I'm drunk. You, you came in... You came in uh, around this time, actually. I brought you in. And that's during my little segments where I was doing Are You AUS Curious? To try to pull 40k community players that were popular and see if they're actually interested in the Age of Sigmar. Not that's anymore. hysterical. Right. I'm washed up. Now. It's a better game. It's a fucking better game. System. I want to play it. There's nobody here to play with. That's bullshit. There's people. There's literally three people within like 65 miles of me that even play 40k. Listen, I have no one except my wife who now is painting an eye in that TPN <laughs> army. Now, my buddy John actually, he, he had an old ancient high elf army and he just busted it out and started painting. He's like, would you want to play like old school fantasy battles with me? I'm like, yeah, why not? Let's proxy something. Just, just play AOS. Oh, I never you play that. The rank and file. Oof. You yeah. don't play those models in AOS. Bobby, you back yet? I assume. I am. I'm just. Oh. I'm also feeling quite honoured that I live in England because uh, six hours takes us from the whole top to the bottom of our country. So uh, we've got absolutely hundreds and thousands of hobbyists within range for us. It's a big I advantage, mean, definitely. 
the game was boring there. So <laughs> we like kind of concentrated good community. Mm-hmm. Well, I know if you go seven hours, you're in Germany. So. <laughs> So there's something wrong with that. What's wrong with that? You said that was well, why are you looking like that? No, <laughs> don't upset not the Germans. <laughs> I love the Germans. There the are... Germans are one of your uh, big listeners. I heard that yeah. as well. Yeah, Budtastic speaks German, so we appeal to them whenever we. Fantastic. Can. Oh, he did actually took he, me he had to a German okay restaurant this weekend. It was great. Oh, <laughs> what did you have? German food. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> What did it look like? I'm sure there was, this, sure there was something there's schnitzel in there. I'm was sure. it Wiener Schnitzel? Ah. Yeah. I made a chicken schnitzel the other day in a burger. It was very nice. It's good. I'm doing, I mean, uh, I, I let everyone um, enjoy my presence eating a, a kielbasa the other day. So I think I have to watch my mouth eat one of those. So everyone in the world is happy. Have I All shared the well. picture of me with seven Spokies in my mouth? Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> no, but please. <laughs> it pops up from now and then. <laughs> I think I presence Scary on his Twitter post with that picture. So he did a green screen blank and tempted people to uh, change his green screen. So I, I, I have to abide. Needs to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if anyone uh, can, <laughs> for sure. I mean, this is all going to the podcast, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, everyone expects it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's bring a little bit more awareness, I guess, to the campaign itself, because that is the full intent of this podcast. So, yeah. Donate. I see tickets for those ultramarines. Those ultramarines look really good. They're very good. I have to say as well, Brandon, I didn't even know how many you were going to be doing. When you said, oh, I'm doing some models, I kind of just left you to it thinking, I don't need a pester him at all. We'll see what happens. And then when you whipped out all those models, I was like, geez, that's a load of stuff. I had to bust it out real quick in like a weekend. Really nice. It's super clean too. It's very, uh, actually reminds me, Bobby and Brandon's style is somewhat similar. Yeah, I would, I would agree say with that. that we're pretty similar. Yeah. yeah, your transitions into colors and blending is very much on point. Mm-hmm. We just I tried something new with the those fact two that, that I like, done. Within 25 seconds on Dayton's show, the phrases "busted out" and "whipped out" happen, and like there was no comment afterwards. Like, Listen, I'm a little bit disappointed. <laughs> a lot of our listeners do not actually have never met me in person, so <laughs> okay. my All right. my internet persona is different than my physical persona. Okay. All right. <laughs> that was actually one of the one of the first things. Like, so when I wanted to jump, in, I'm gonna go on a tangent here. When I wanted to jump into making a podcast after listening to numerous people make content, and I was like, you know what, I want to be a part of this. This is really good. I got advice from someone who does it really well and knows me. And that was one of his biggest thing was, listen, your physical presence is amazing. You need to try to transition that into an audio only, and I think that might be your biggest hurdle for entering into podcasts. So I, I try. I so no one understands the God among men we're, we're looking at and uh, talking to right now. <laughs> it's your power that is Dayton. My hugs are this sincere. Guy drink a beer. It is, it is angelic. My hugs are sincere. That's all I can say. I've had oh, to make sure so the true. girlfriend can't see you. You know, it's uh, weak at the knees and all that. So uh, it's how it is. Yeah, I'm, Spag- I'm glad this isn't video. Thank you. Spaghetti on the sweater. Or what is it? Mama spaghetti? 
<laughs> Sorry, bad, weird reference. Uh, Adam's taking us for a tour outside now, which is fantastic. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get baby, uh, baby Bobby down for a nap because she's being <laughs> yeah. a little grump. So uh, sometimes you just have to walk away. I don't know if any of you are parents out there. It's hard to do. So sometimes you just have to walk away and let him cry. So uh, I am right now braving the. I mean, God, it got awful heat right now for you. So it's not on a leash right now, is what you're saying. <laughs> it's not on. Is that know what you now. is that know what you do? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, 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 I can't. I'm sure that there's there's good reasoning behind putting children on leashes, but every time I see it, I want to be like, is it potty trained yet? Like, is it? Can I give him a treat? It's just I don't know. I couldn't Are imagine you- the humidity you're in. You know, it sounds terrible. Basically, what that question comes down to is, are you actually able to parent? Are you able to focus on your child? No. Then I understand the no. leash. Maybe this wasn't probably the choice for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Miniatures are hard enough. Right? <laughs> we're, we're, oh, man. The Seraphon army I have in the closet waiting for my daughter as soon as she says she wants to play is just, like, it. it's there. <laughs> Let me tell you, girl. I know you like dinosaurs. I'm prepping for the day that you say you want to play if i can get my wife into it i'm gonna get my daughter it's, it's, i think it's gonna be long she's at the age almost there where she might get a little bit interested you know she's rolling dice she's understanding numbers we're starting off board game first and then moving on to uh age of sigmar and if i have 164 board games on the wall right now so she has plenty to choose from brandon you're welcome to visit whenever you want. We'll play board games all night. I know. I keep meaning to, but then this whole world shut down. But uh... Reese is coming up in September. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. This guy, his sister is getting married. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. I was part of that debacle. She was, she was my roommate Taylor, as right? well at one point. Yeah. <laughs> right, when, uh... Frankie used to be. Yeah. Back in the day. But when she hooked up with... Um... Uh, what's his name? Help me out here. I don't know. Anyways, it was at LVO. Refer to him as dead animal guy. Three years ago. And he confessed to me that he slept with Reese's sister before he talked to Reese. Oh my God. <laughs> I like, Listen, I know what you're asking from me. You're like asking for some sort of validation and like you're okay, but you need to go tell Reese because <laughs> you're Reese's like friend. You can't just sleep with his sister and tell me and then tell Reese. Like, it, you got to. He got off all the procedure do think, here. Do you think that she wants that on your podcast right now? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's she doesn't no one she didn't get to choose. Yeah. She didn't get to there choose. It's a podcast. It's my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> She's a sweet girl. She really is. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping to get this uh, Daughters of Cane Army all painted up. I got very thematic bases to Brandon's uh, pleasure. That's the big deal. The bases are a big deal for me. That Tau Army that Adam did, I loved those bases. I hated the weight of those bases, but uh, the bases were awesome. No one's going to use a lot of weathering nice powders thing. and things like that. It was good. So, what I've been doing lately, actually, as I've been doing my weathering powders, I put them on like sporadically all over my base. And then I go in with washes and set them in. Hold them in. Yeah. And then it kind of all blends and intermingles so you get like that diverse colors within especially for like stone and earthwork and stuff like that i need to get that part off my desk that's that's all 
Hey, sorry, sorry, Adam, you're coming, coming into that. Into that one. One. You're turning into a robot. You are basically the Tomb King Tristan of our podcast right now. Ooh. Oh. We're getting real nerdy. Yeah, I think we lost him. Yeah, we lost him. He'll join us at some point. I haven't really d- dived into much of the weathering powders. I use just like Vallejo Air uh, Rust and um, I airbrush those all over the models, they're all over the bases, and then I just dry brush over that and it gives it that nice you know, deep earthy look. And I'll put a little bit of airbrush on the, the feet of the models and stuff and it looks oh, okay. like they're walking through the dirt. Uh, pastels, like powders, do all that with little effort. <laughs> I have them. I just don't. I have not used them, so it's time, I guess. The hell is Adam showing us? Weathering. Your vol. Your audio's off. You're you're muted, Adam. You're muted, Adam. Adam, you're muted. Bobby, you should yeah, tell me. Sorry, my phone is <laughs> my phone is about to die, and the battery is all getting crazy because I have such bad internet. I have to do this over my phone. Um. Anyways, the uh. You can actually pull off, like, weathering powders are great, but there's some trial and error involved with them. But just by, like, layering a couple different colors, like, if you're doing blood or something like that, like a darker red and then a brighter red, and then with rust, like a brown and then an orange paint, and give it a nice matte varnish, you can do some cool stuff with it. Anyways, I'll shut up. No, that's all good stuff. I've been dabbling into oils lately, too. Oh, Oh, I love that for making washes and such. Oh yeah, and you just take off as much as you want. It mm-hmm. just... Yeah, it's really good for those tau armies where people want that line work. Like, uh, what are, what are those uh, mechanical models people build that are off of Gundams? Those kinds of things. Yeah, you know, they call it lining with those pens that they have. But the oil washes makes things so much faster. Oh my god, I can't. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, panel lining. Oh, perfect. Yeah. To no, me, I, the, uh, I, panel I, line. Yeah, I just get a bunch of different oil paints, and I've been playing with that with the mineral spirits and uh, just having fun. Let them sit for like 15, 20 minutes, and then you just take off anything they want access. Like you can really yeah. go ham wild. I did the same thing with the towel. I did a like a basically a Mad Max steam themed uh, towel army with the broken road and everything, asphalt and everything. Mm-hmm. There. I remember that. Yeah, all the paddle line, it's all done with oils because oils work but i'm talking like like just oil painting so like you do all your base colors with an airbrush and one of the things that happens when you airbrush is it it basically globulizes the paint and sprays out it's a welding term sorry i'm a welder as well you globalize (laughs) so it it chucks everything out in little dots like little balls and so when it hits your surface you can kind of sometimes see that on the outside of where you're hitting you see like the speckling which is a toilet term for when you've drank too much beer um what oil (laughs) painting does if when you wash over with an oil paint it'll actually kind of bring everything together and show the transitions a lot better when you take it off so if you're doing a lot of airbrushing and you want to just kind of go over it with a wash the oil paints will bring everything together really well and hide a lot of those features. Well, sounds very clever. Well, all right. I've been watching YouTube. As Adam says, YouTube is just great. YouTube <laughs> University. It's great. I found the um, oils really good for uh, the speed factor. I, I, I tend to do a lot of my shading with uh, a simple browns, you know, sepias, just poking it in the corners and just letting it trickle down. Um, 
I painted some salamanders. You would have seen it, Dayton. The um, the ones that Bods has had for a few years back. I painted for him. Yeah, and, the ones uh, he sold. Uh, he sells everything I get for him. You know what I mean? Anything left? <laughs> he's got your. He's got your um, uh, Harlequins, and they they're doing really well for him. He won second place in our big campaign. I guess. Oh, good, good. I didn't do any uh, oils on those. They were they were too pretty for them. But uh, but yeah, I've, for people who want to try it out, I find that the panel lining or the recess washes are quite good with oils, and uh, the amount of time it saves is amazing compared to getting out Agrax and doing it the old school way. And if you want to uh, not jump into the oils, you can get the Tamelia uh, panel line accent colors. They come in like three different colors, dark brown, black, and gray. And it, it's the same thing. It's basically just an oil, watered down oil, not mm. watered, but mineral down oil that you just pop into panel lines. Uh, I do a lot of um, Legion, Star Wars Legion stuff. Oh, good. I, I build a droid Me too. Army. I've done a few the, of those. They're good fun. Yeah. Uh, all the accents in the panel lines on droids is really good to do with Tumilia. I have I no knowledge of anything Star Wars Legion, especially not their paints. Yeah, no, not at all. Army Painter is totally not Weird. made a line of Legion paints. No, these are not the paints you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I lied. Did you I mention that we're a Disney approved and Lucasfilms approved manufacturer? Yes, tell me more. What is Army Painter <laughs> doing for you? I didn't even know that that Legion was a game. I mean, Star Wars was a game. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> Probably one of the most successful miniature board gaming games other than GW. Coming out with a lot of new stuff. That's always exciting. Yep. Unfortunately, they just dropped Armada, but whatever. What do you do? Is that official? You're not bitter at all. Strong? Yeah, Atomic Mass came out and said they're no longer coming out with new content, but they're going to support existing content and tournaments for i just moment. feel like that was there was a i don't know like six years ago or maybe, i guess it was longer than that six seven years ago that's the only game everybody was playing was armada and x-wing right yeah. x-wing is their number one that was the one that's actually been able to compete with uh gw but yeah who are you sending dick pics to i'm not saying dick pics i'm saying painted photos to the group chat to show some of the legion stuff and what i've been painting to give context to what i'm explaining new fancy never send dick pics here as a 40 year old man who's gone through the dating scene for many many years never send a dick pic it's not our best feature yes i'm 40 it's yeah, not it's, our best girls feature don't, girls don't like it <laughs> you don't also gotta be careful that. just in case if you do like an instagram story and you put the wrong picture up because that almost happened once to me so uh Oh my God, did you see that one on Twitter? It's how to destroy your business in one picture. <laughs> Darren Watson oh my sent me a photo on Twitter and his <laughs> balls were out and he didn't even know. No. Yeah. This is balls though. Whatever. It's the Batwing. No one cares. Oh. I still have, I have a picture of uh, Nick Nanavati sitting butt-ass naked on a toilet at like 4.30 in the morning and I keep it saved <laughs> just... Just for the moment when I have to be like, Nick, if you step out of line one more time, this is going everywhere. <laughs> it's round five. I've won all my games. We're in the finals. <laughs> Nick, do you want this to go public or do you want me to take 5-0 in this tournament? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I'm hoping the best of luck for you, Adam. 
for your upcoming New Orleans GW tournament where you're going to be running. Oh, yeah. Chaos? I think, yeah. It's I have no idea. I don't even have the rules, really. Um, and I'm just going to go and have fun and do what I used to do and try and, try and bring a well-painted army that's really thematic and have fun. That's the most important part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done the I've done the competitive try to win thing, and I still want to win as much as I can. But you know, I'm gonna have my limitations with my own recent experience and with this army. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to having, you know, the global gaming community in my town because it's a cool town and there are gamers here. It's just it's really hard to kind of get us all on one board. I mean. Look, Kicker from Frontline is is my neighbor down here, but Frontline stole him away. So like he's he's full go running tournaments for them now. Um, it's really exciting though. New Orleans U.S. Open is going to be a good time, and I'm See, really happy that they're they're letting me in, considering I represent. I, you know, I don't think that they look at us as competition, but as as another brand. You know. Yeah, you're the ones that got the paint pots right. It's fine. <laughs> Hey, if they're not willing to change, you you keep going with what you're doing. Right. They've had plenty of time to get that sorted. It's basically the Asians. They've seen what forks do. They're sticking to chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when right you're there. playing 40k and you're noticing that you can't bottle to your full efficiency because you got to be aware of line of sight and everything else that's going on, why don't you go head over to check out the uh, Age of Sigmar people and how they've converted and done amazing things and they don't have to worry about look at this is too big or too small or what i've done isn't relevant because they don't really care about that as much so if you want it's a lot less of a kick you in the face group of people too so it's a it's a fun group of people and you can uh, have some drinks and really have a good time and it's a better game system too well, there's that too. As a guy who's a bisexual when it comes to gaming systems, AOS is the one I prefer to take to bed for sure. Mm. I, I think that the uh, one of the things that I, I notice when I go to the big events like Nova and LVO and stuff like that, by and large, the Sigma armies, I think that they have uh, the hobby level is on a different tier than, than 40K in a good way. I agree. Yeah. It's definitely more of the hobbyist game. And 40k and, is let's and just get, we have to keep up, you know. I mean, we don't have any armies that are breaking like 69% win rate ratios. We you know we're still actually competitive and the meta right now is still like in the top 10 as opposed to a top two where 40k is at. So that's it's, it's all good. <laughs> Bobby, what are you painting right now? Uh, I'm doing some bases. I've just uh, finished a Scorpec Lord and 10 Immortals, and I've now just finished off the bases for the rest of the Necron army, because uh, all the artists have sent their Necrons in, and just to make sure that all the bases are universal, I've then sculpted and painted them all. Um, so I'm just finishing off. Awesome. I've been using... They do look quite cool, actually, don't they? Yeah. I didn't really know what yeah. I was doing. So the basic principle was I, I handed it off to someone else to start with. I gave it to uh, Tim over in Germany and said, construct me some bases that look like deserty bases but with a bit of necron in there please and just left it to him for a month and he came back with like after hours of experimenting did me a nice video on how to do it and then uh, i did it myself so it was really really cool 
And uh, I think I've done about 120 bases now because the army is obviously quite big and um, it's looking really nice. I just finished uh, doing the base to the Void Dragon as well. And uh, that's a beast of a model. So uh, it's nice to see uh, all the really big stuff coming out for the Necrons as well. I love yeah, that. I, I would donate the Void Dragon to Dayton's cause because he wants a model for me, but I painted it for my daughter and she would kill me. But that was such a fun model to paint. Mm. It's uh, not going to do one yet. Dude, uh, do it. Uh, we made, I, I did a video for it and it was that, like, the company is like, this is going to be a long video. I'm like, I don't care. It's going to be an awesome video because it's, it's such a cool model. There, it's really a blast to paint. There's so many, so much you can do with it. I've got an interesting point on that as well, because um, like I was saying earlier that my girlfriend Kerry is in charge of quality control, the Void Dragon was actually sent back because it didn't pass quality control. And um, the guy that painted it, Matt, won't mind me saying this because um, he didn't spot a mold line and it went across certain part of the model and I couldn't fix it on my end. Uh, it would have taken too long. When I actually said, I need you to fix this, uh, he was really good about it and said, I didn't see it at all. You know how sometimes you need someone else's eyes to pick these up? And uh, Kerry spotted it and sent it back to him. And uh, he actually fixed the mold line and actually did a better paint job because he felt so bad about it. And I tried to make sure that I wasn't being evil. I was like, it's okay. At least we've spotted it and it needs to be good. It's the centerpiece, no pressure. I dropped a little bit of a guilt mine. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but he actually redid all of the flesh. And I was only expecting a little bit of a patchwork, really. But he redid everything. And uh, he sent me pictures to double check it before he sent it back. And uh, when I got it a few days back, I was like, this is really good. This is so much better than the first time. And he was, he was totally acceptable about how he had to do it. He didn't have any negative. You know how sometimes when you criticize something or say, do it again, people can get a bit weird with you. And uh, he just redoubled his efforts and did it. So it's the amount of effort these guys go through to make sure that it, it hits the standard. It, it's quite amazing to behold. You know, when I'm just sitting there doing a base for it and I'm admiring this guy has spent over 20 hours redoing his paintwork, the, the amount of hours he's put into it. And I'm sitting there thinking, geez, it's incredible what they're going through. Um, and yeah, I think it looks really, really cool. And I'll have the pictures up in about a week's time. I've got about 10% left of the army to do. Yeah, I've got currently some in customs that's just been sent from Spain. And then I think the army will then be finished in about a week's time. Yeah, bad is someone I've now followed on Twitter. He's stunning, to be honest, what he does. And yeah. he does online painting lessons as well. He's even done that as a raffle prize. So I, I put that up today on Instagram. And he's doing a four-hour. Oh, you can literally, yeah, you get five And if you win it, you can have four hours. And he does that part-time around his other work. And uh, he's really, really good. I think he's actually been doing it with another artist as well in the team to actually um, uh, improve their own painting as well. So uh, he's, he's a really good bloke. And he actually did a little, uh, a little exclusive. He's done a little podcast or like a one show where he actually interviewed all of us so that we can actually explain a bit more about the charity, which we'll be putting out soon as well. Yeah, it's way more informative than what we're putting out, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, Dayton, what you've done is amazing, though, because a lot of this wouldn't have actually happened. I know when I messaged you ages back, and I said, it's amazing, you've got me on the podcast, uh, spread the word. But it's genuinely been awesome. Brandon has, has got stuck in there purely from our, our last time we met. We've never met before that. And it was now Brandon was doing stuff. Do you know what I mean? So just spreading the message as well. It's not just the, the raising the money. It's just the awareness of it as well. People are now talking about it. They don't mind me putting a post on every single day about it. And the amount of messages I've got from people I don't know as well. It's been amazing. And also the artists. I've got a team of 19 artists now. And all of them have had messages from strangers saying it's amazing what you're doing big you know, thumbs up, I'm going to put some money down for a raffle or save up for the auction. So 
just the input that I've that they've all witnessed almost has been amazing and uh it, it's quite incredible that three years ago it was just me in my bedroom painting a little army on my own and now there's literally 19 of us doing it um I, I know for next year it's going to be even bigger because I know that there's a little exclusive. There's going to be a sister uh, show that we're going to do. There's another part in England that have decided to take up the reins. And just to let you know, it will be a, an Age of Sigmar version of 40 hours of 40K. Um, and I won't name drop too many people, but the guy that actually um, is heading that up for us uh, down in South England is actually a GP. He's a doctor and he deals with men who have mental health problems. And he got that stuck in um that he decided to do another event so i think it's really amazing awesome. what's happening. i'm okay there's a lot to unpack there um i'm sure i could get rob to come down and play or nathan or someone like that from the uh honest wargamer i'm awesome. sure they would love to compete into that because they love tell me what you need and when you need it and i'll paint some more Awesome. Uh, as for my effort in all of this, I'm just fortunate enough that I always run my mouth and I'm in a centerpiece when it comes to talking to people. And I've been able to be fortunate enough to meet amazing individuals. And if all it takes is introducing, that's easy. All you guys are awesome people. And that's exactly why I want to bring you on and highlight it. You just be you and you just wear less clothes, please. Thank you. <laughs> right. I have a shirt on. This is, uh, this is new for me. A little disappointing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this has been a fantastic episode. I appreciate you all coming on. Um, Adam has finally put his daughter to sleep. I the monkey is really... asleep. <laughs> on my lap. Like, now I can't do anything. <laughs> what are you watching? What's that? What are you watching? Watching? Yeah, you got to watch something while you're sitting on the couch. I got to work. I'm going to unfortunately watch myself because i'm editing some uh some new how-to guide videos for oh, okay new- are you ever going to come up with another podcast of you trying to achieve uh first place I don't i don't think so i mean like what uh no i don't i don't know that i can top that one and i also don't have the time for it if i'm being 100 percent honest <laughs> but um the new thing now i've got my daughter playing golf so I, I take a little bit of video when we're out there because she says some really funny shit and uh, I'm going to try and get her, you know, I, I'm from the United States. I don't know if you know this, but we don't have free education. Um, so I would love to get her a scholarship for something. So I'm just hoping that this helps her get a scholarship for like acting or maybe golf. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Well, you can move to Germany, which is our number five listener base. And uh, you can get your education for free. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I, have, I have a problem with the Germans right now because the Germans are why I had my Facebook account disabled. <laughs> This damn German band that stole my last name got me banned on Facebook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I am looking forward to the time that you take up Age of Sigmar and you try to take them to number one spot. I'm there for that podcast, Adam. Hey, you know what? Maybe next year. I tell you what, honestly, like uh, maybe I'll just give up on 40K for a little while and, and I don't know. I got to find something that, that interests me. I mean, like I love, I love Sylvaneth and Wood Elves are what brought me to tabletop period. Right. And I would love to finally see a full army to completion with them. But, you know, I wonder if there's something else in the age of Sigmar range that would excite me. And I don't know what that would be. You can still go Sylvaneth, um, get the new war song model that was released yeah. four months ago. 
pretty cool model yeah it does yeah. amazing things like what does it make trees move so that's what i want no, to do i just want to make trees it, move it drops massive mortal wounds with a spell oh, nice so he like sits so, there and keeps playing a song over and over again and it just like does work they what i love in uh we haven't played it in a while um now i can't even think of the name of the game holy crap Bounty. i feel so bad Necromanda. No, no, no. no it's, not a, it's not a, it's not a workshop game it's um crap i can't think of the name it's a great game um they, there's no models from the range it's it's made for other Frostgrave. models nope nope it'll come to me at a different time it was initially like a historic game so like vikings playing celts and stuff like that um but then they did a fantasy version of it <laughs> and there's all different kinds of factions and is it osprey add- games not Osprey, did you say? Osprey, yeah. Might be. Yeah, they're usually the forefront of here's a rule set, use whatever yeah. you want. I think it might be. I'll have to double check. But um, the, the they had basically a spell, a thing that you could do, and you could take a piece of terrain and turn it into a monster. And like, I want to be able to do that in Sigmar. That's why you've got the trees. Yep, that just sounds fun. The trees are better now in AOS 3. They changed the rules too. So you can have right, more we'll trees. Build, how about you build me an armulet and I will, I will literally go buy the models I need and start I painting will do that. And you that's will what I do with Frankie. All that. Yeah. Frankie, do build it. me an army that's going to win and then I paint it. it and then I sell win. it. Just, just, make it. just make it decent. <laughs> and then Did you, you get a cut? Or... <laughs> Frankie would never ask for a cut. No, he doesn't ask for a cut. But, uh, you know, that's it, how I'm going to pay for a kitchen remodel. Frank, he is yeah. also one. Of, he is legit one of the nicest people in 40K. Well, in, in gaming. In period. general. In general. He's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Yeah. Frankie's awesome. That guy will work yeah. a 16 hour shift and still give you the shirt off his back. Yep. It's, a, it's so awful, but he will. If you're listening, we all love you. Oh, I'm glad you're in a healthy relationship. She's a fantastic woman. And she makes me wear dresses at LVO. That's just an added. She, does she provide the dress? <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> because her chest size is so large that it actually fits my body. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I was, I, I was just thinking that. That works. <laughs> Brandon, much appreciated for you coming on the podcast and taking your time on. Thank you for having me again. In busy Colorado. I'm playing with the idea of doing a Twitch stream again. Um, so we'll see. You should. It'd be, it wouldn't be three times a week, though. No. And you won't be drinking as much. I probably will drink every time. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, thank you for coming on and making awareness to the 40K campaign. Thank you. Thank you again. 40K. And if anyone's Thanks. got any um, uh, questions and that, you can head over to the uh, 40 Hours of 40K Facebook page is the best thing. I've got a, there's a donation link right on the very top of it. Um, and if you want to ask me any questions as well, then you can hit me up at Red Eagle Studio on Instagram. It's probably the best. I'm not on Twitter like Dayton and the rest. You know, I'm a busy guy. I can't do all the socials. But, uh, but yeah, and uh, the overall message, remember, is just to look after each other. It's not fundraising is part of it, obviously, because we're trying to help save lives. But the most important thing is just to, 
really encourage men and women, obviously, just to talk to each other and to help out each other as well. Awesome. Him, she, they, whatever it may be, always talk your feelings. We're in the new world now. This is not my dad talking where I have to repress my memories and not <laughs> express myself. Oh, it's starting to get deep. No, no, we're good. My dad's <laughs> awesome. But yeah. <laughs> talk it out. Well, we're going there. <laughs> uh, thanks for sharing your advice on wargaming and hobbying and everything else that's going on. And uh, much appreciated. Any shout outs? Got I've got plenty of shout outs. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Dayton Obrey and Party at the All Points. Thanks for giving me an opportunity to uh, pretend that I am a 40K wargaming celebrity. Drink. <laughs> and drink water. Um, Are we celebrities? Oh my gosh. All right. right. Um, Y'all, please, if you haven't, today we launched a, and I don't know when this is going live, but this is Monday, the 23rd of August. Um, we launched a video called We Are Still the Army Painter. Please go check it out. It, it gives some great insight into what we're doing at the company. And um, I'm really proud of it and proud of where we're going and what's happened. So I got to plug the company and I think it's a fun video. So please go check it out. Uh, and obviously, share me. Support 40 hours of 40K because you might win some cool stuff. And give me all your links, obviously, in that group that I just opened up. And I'll make sure they're all in the podcast for listeners to jump into. Awesome. And thanks once again as well for donating that prize today. I know we only spoke about two hours ago when we started and already you've, uh, you're throwing prizes at us. It's much appreciated. And thanks as well to everyone who's got involved so far. It's been amazing. And it's annual, Adam. So prepare for next year. Mm-hmm. Next time you're painting something. <laughs> I've okay. currently got two 10-man squads almost that I'm looking after here of artists. So I'm hoping that uh, we can share the load a bit next year and we'll actually have uh, maybe 20, 30, 40. Who knows? <sighs> One day, my talent will rise to the level that it gets appreciated and I'll donate something as well. <laughs> until then, I'll just make sure I share and communicate everything that's going on in the way that I can. Thanks for everyone listening to episode 39 of Party at the All Points. This is your hobby gurus, not myself. But Bobby, Brandon, and Adam, feel free to reach out to them. These are not, this is not Henry Cavill. They are very much accessible to the public. Cheers. Cheers.